No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. This episode of No Simple Road is brought to you by Shop Tour Bus. Your ears, sorry, oh, sorry, ears. That was that was pretty loud. That was loud. Let's because let's do it. Let's do it. Re- let's do it quiet. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Shop Tour Bus. Dot com. Shop Tour. We're at Shop Tour Bus on Instagram for all of your Grateful Dead inspired shirts, hoodies, stickers, gift certificates. Lazy lightning stickers, steal your tape. Fun Instagram page. 
Man, love those guys. Mm-hmm. They're so rad. Look, I know the holidays just ended, and you bought no, I presents know for everybody. No, I know New Year just started. And a New Year just... You I just, wasn't done yet. No, you don't leave, leave that 2018 that's last but year. But a New Year has just begun, yeah. and it's time to treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself, treat yourself right. Right. Yep, Get yourself right. a nice new hoodie for the winter, because winter actually just started on December 21st. Yeah. So you got three full months of cold wind and snow and rain unless you live in Southern California or the desert Southwest. And you just then, treat shop tour was like a special treat. And you're like, you know what? I want a special treat. Like sometimes it's chocolate. Sometimes it's a new coat. In this situation, it'd be a new hoodie, new t-shirt. New t-shirt. Yeah. Or a sticker. Yeah. Be like, oh, or I, that I one person little... at Christmas, Whatever. you were like, damn it, I forgot to buy them No, you something. leave that in 2018, babe. You, you can get them a gift certificate. And if you order yourself or somebody else something and use the promo code No Simple Road, you don't have to pay for shipping because you're part sweet. of the family. Uh, that's sweet. You should have free shipping yeah. if you're a listener. You yeah. really should. Yeah. And Luke and the roadies saw to it that that happened. We got anything going on with Shop Tour Bus Apple? Anything? Yeah, popping well, off right now they have a nice little special offer going on it's uh time for everybody's favorite game twenty dollar broke down tees restock sizes well there's a catch there's no tape with these they're currently ration rationing okay. but you can get a tee for 20 bucks and it comes in a cute box and everything oh, just no yeah. tape at the moment but it also looks like they posted what on that it? note a couple days ago. Somebody guys, sent them a whole box of tapes. Yeah. There it is. Justin That's... sent them a big box of tapes. So it's, you know, everybody just right keep on. coming through. Everybody out there, if you have bootlegs, send the family some. Send them over to Shop Tour Bus so they can go out and make people smile. There is nothing cooler than getting that box that you ordered and opening it up and seeing the hand design Grateful Dead lyric on the inside and the cool drawing that they did and then how artfully and intentionally packaged everything is and then in the back is this little magical bootleg I personally love the one that they sent me it's fucking awesome and yeah. we listen to it every time we drive in Apple's car yeah I, got, I, have, a, I have them all in my glove box in my car so the moral it to the story. It occurred to me, what? if they're running out of tapes, that means that they might be shipping out a hell of a lot of boxes. Mm-hmm. Keep it coming, guys. guys. Keep Keep sending them tapes and then keep ordering stuff so you can get those tapes back. <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> Go to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram. Hit the link in their bio. That'll take you to shoptourbus.com and you'll be in this weird loop and then you'll buy a shirt or a hoodie. And you'll be supporting the family. Yep. And then when you check out, you use the promo code No Simple Road and get that kapow, free shipping. Free shipping. That's how you do it. More than you bargain for. I like pot. <laughs> you do. I do. We do. They do. We all do. You know. We all scream for oh, pot. No, that's pot. the other. That was pot. I'll scream for pot. Cannabis. Oh. We don't call it pot anymore. Mm. Apple. That's so 1980s. We don't call it grass or weed <laughs> or dope. We call it cannabis or medicine. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Come on, man. Get with the times. And I'm with the times. If you're really going to get with the times, you got to have it in a nice package. It can't just come in some fucking tin foil <laughs> or, or a Ziploc baggie or a mason jar. Baggie. You got to have quality 
cannabis packaging. And Where if would you get such quality? Well, let packaging. me tell you, sir, there is a revolution happening in cannabis packaging. Ooh. And our sponsor, Kushko, is taking care of that for the masses. Kushko Holdings is a publicly traded company under the ticker KSHB and the parent to innovative cannabis industry leaders such as Kush Supply Company, Kush Energy, the Hybrid Creative, and Kalido Packaging Solutions. And the saw in the background is happening, and I apologize to everybody for that. Kushko Holdings has sold more than a billion units and sells to more than 5,000 legally operated medical and adult use dispensaries, growers, and producers across North America, South America, and Europe. So, in answer to your question, Mr. Apple, if you would like yes. to learn more about that cannabis packaging, I would. you can go to kushko.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Hey now. What? Guess what? what? Chicken butt. We have somebody else that got on the bus kind of with us. We have a new sponsor no. helping what? us out. Yeah. Oh, shit. And I'm, I'm proud to announce this one. Uh, Define, D-E-F-Y-N-E, premium cannabis. Why is that so special, Apple? Because it's where <laughs> I work. Well, what? Your work is, your sponsoring, work is sponsoring our, our show? Road? Yes. Yes, wow. they are. So wait. First, Define sponsored your life. Yeah. Wow. And made it possible for you to be here and pay the rent and drive your car and put gas and buy heat and all that stuff. Yep. And now they're sponsoring our show. Yes. What the fuck? Tell the people Dang. all about it. Okay. Well, Define Premium Cannabis, we have two dispensaries up here in the Portland area. We have one in Hillsboro and one out in Forest Grove. And we specialize in premium cannabis and premium bringing, cannabis. bringing the medicine to the people. Congrats. It's it's a fun job. It's rewarding. Get to see people getting off meds. And I have to say this learn. about them. Yeah. Going into the defined dispensary is more than just going to a dispensary. Everybody there is so fucking cool and helpful yeah. and sweet. And it's so fun. Yeah, and we, it, it's it, it's an experience. Going to Define is an experience. Yeah, going to Define, especially the Forest Grove location, like they're they know their stuff. You're gonna get an education on what you're buying, on the new products that are there. They really have a lot of great employees that back up their awesome products. I know because I use them. Yes, yeah. we all we all, <laughs> we all use part them. of our lives. Yeah, we yeah, use we the topicals. Create. We use the um, edibles. We use the smokables. We're all about it. <laughs> so all at defines you can get flour concentrates. Yeah, edibles, concentrates, dabs. topicals, you know, everything. Isolate. Yeah, you can, you can even get, everything. get fake urine. Yeah, you can get quick fix. We carry all kinds of accessories. We have a great crew. They have uh, merch. You guys have new we merch. Have, yeah, new we logo. have Define Apparel um, coming out with lots of stuff. What's the Instagram handle for Define Apparel? At it, Define Apparel? Yes. Is that it? And if you want to follow them on Instagram, you can follow at Define, D E F Y N E, Premium, Premium Cannabis. cannabis. And they have a pretty amazing Instagram feed going on. And not for nothing, but if you live in the Portland area or Hillsboro or Forest Grove or out there, you can go to the Hillsboro location during the week and you can ask for Apple. 
and you could actually meet Apple I'm in person. There. Yeah. 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 And Apple is very knowledgeable on a lot of the products. So if you're coming and you want a little education, you need some help with a headache, uh, something to relax you on a Friday evening. You just want to get your swerve on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and we and got ask. a great crew. They will, they, they will educate, and I got to give a shout out to Nicole. That's right. Nicole shout out Nicole. Got Bud Tender of the Month, which is going to be coming out in Oregon Leaf Magazine any day. We were hoping we'd get them yesterday, Aww. but we didn't. So. I saw them post that picture of um, them taking a picture of yeah, Nicole. So yeah. that's awesome. She's awesome. She's yes. she's educated me. Nicole. Everybody I work with has helped yep. educate me. We educate each other. Come visit us and uh, mention me, No Simple Road, and there will be a little extra something in it for you. Not yep. sure what yet, but yeah. come so, visit. Yeah. We yeah. want to mention welcome. it. If, if you guys go down to Define, mention mention that you saw us because that really helps them to realize that, you know, the, the ad family is, is coming through. Yep. You know, that you're, oops, sorry, that was me, you guys. I totally kicked the table. And Aaron gave me the dirtiest look. <laughs> um, but it's I'm, gonna, I'm saying it on camera. I'm like the little kid that's like yeah, yelling, you I did know, it. Ow, Mom, that hurts. Stop <laughs> pulling my hair. So we want to welcome our brand new sponsor. Welcome Define, Define Premium, Premium Cannabis. Cannabis. Visit at Define Premium Cannabis on Instagram or at Define Apparel on Instagram or at or not at no define, define dot life yeah d e f y n e dot l i f e on the internet and that is the best cannabis around go get it score some get some smoke some get some do it no simple road no simple road no simple rub. No simple rub. Hey, this is Reed Mathis. This podcast is In The Loop, the legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with podcasts and live experiences about artists and topics you love. Check out OsirisPod.com and stay in the loop. Sign up for the newsletter to learn about the newest podcasts and events. Relics Magazine is a media partner of Osiris. For music news, go to relics.com. Osiris. I like $100 bills. $100 bills, no. <laughs> They're cool. Yes, they look cool. They are. They do look cool. Who doesn't like when somebody hands them a $100 bill? No. I'm a hippie. I hate money. Oh man, give me a hundred dollar bill. They look cool. I like to hang them up. No, you don't. Frame them. No, you don't. No, you Put don't. Them in the I live with you. I know that's not I true. I gave you a hundred dollars last night. And I know you didn't hang it up. I did that, too. It's, it's getting, hanging in my room. Spent no. already. No. I was in your room last night. I didn't see it. It's magic. You don't oh, see it. It's okay. Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> it's got some secret room down under the basement with a bunch of framed hundred dollar bills, acting like he's broke all mm-hmm. the time. Yep. Hey, now, no simple rope family. Welcome back to a really weird conversation about framing hundred dollar bills. bills. <laughs> How you doing? We have a very special episode this week, guys. Yep. Say hi to Barnaby. 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 Bullfrog Moon. They are a jam band out of North Carolina. And they Did you hear that, Mom? They cover all kinds of stuff. Charlotte, North Carolina. Say hi, Wella. Hi. Ew. Oh god. <laughs> that, so if wow. you guys 
anybody out there knows my mother-in-law, <laughs> that was not her voice. <laughs> Say hi for real. Come on. Hi. There we go. That's my mom. That's well. Uh, got Mel's mom sitting here. It's been a it's been a couple months of moms watching podcasting. Yeah. On no simple road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last month for her birthday month, we had your mommy hanging out with us, which was super cool. And then now my mommy's sitting over here, uh, chilling in Portland. So. Dare I say great grandmother? Great grandma. Great Lela. Great Lela. Literally chilly, right? Literally. Great grand Lela. And she got to be here while we interviewed Barnaby from Bullfrog Moon. I forgot to ask them how they came up with the name, man. I mean, that is just a drop in the ball on my part. Yeah. Barnaby, you have to write in and tell me or text me how you guys came up with the name Bullfrog Moon. Tell me, text me. What? Tell you, text you what? Tell me, you. Text. You. <laughs> well, I have a feeling we'll be we'll probably be talking to these cats again in the future because yeah. we just had Barnaby today, yeah, representing the whole band, and yeah, this was really cool. This is a fun interview. Again, it was like just having another bro sitting on the porch, meeting the family. That is the coolest thing about doing this is that we get to grow this weird, funky tapestry community. It's kind of like the blanket that I have right now. Huh? Are we growing it like a fungus? Hmm. I guess, yeah, we would be the fruit body. The show is the mycelium and the people are the mushrooms. So, yes. Yes. Cute. Great. uh, Grateful Dead. No Simple Road is the mycelium of the podcasting universe. We are the mycelial layer that fruits people. So like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. That's so heavy, if you were ever wondering what we were, now you know. <laughs> so it was easy to get to that too, you know. That, yeah, that just happened. It did. Right here. Right here. You oh. saw it live. <clears throat> so They didn't see it. They heard it. Mel. Secondhand. What? Tell everybody about New Year's Eve. What about? Oh, Railroad Earth. What? And the Shook Sweet Twins. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Jake and Bryn brought us to our first Railroad Earth concert, wow. New Year's Eve, Roseland Theater, ringing in 2019. Me, Ryder, Aaron, Bryn, and Jake. And we got parking like we were celebrities that night. I- we walked in the back of Roseland. I didn't Roseland. even know where we were. And I walked around the corner and the venue was right there. It was... Aaron's like, no, this isn't where it is. And Jake's just like, dude, you don't know shit shit about nothing. But not like that. Like, Jake was just in his cool demeanor. He's like, okay, bro, let's get out of the car. Come on. (laughs) Like, just (laughs) ignored it. Come on, let's go. And if anybody knows, it's Jake. Jake knows all the Jake knows all the things. Jake's like the magic eight ball. (laughs) If you're wondering who it is we're talking about, to give you, if you're new to the show, give you some context. Go back and listen to Into the Mystic with Jake Weaver. Oh this gosh. is Jake that we're talking you about guys, right now. Our longest seriously. podcast to date. Yeah, definitely our longest podcast to date. Three and hours and some change. And if we did another podcast with him, it would probably be our second longest. Another three-hour yeah. tour. Uh, Jake is so fun. But anyway, so we walk into Roseland, and I had my pink, shiny, disco, three-piece suit on. It was far out and super sexy. And so fun. And so we stroll in there and (laughs) Jake didn't have his ID. 
and he was like trying to squeeze in on my side, like to divert whatever that little lady. She's hey, like, look over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not to see here. Move along. And the lady was like, uh, "Excuse me, sir. I need to see your ID." And he started to kind of like act like, "Well, oh man, like." Uh, like patting himself, patting himself. Down. <laughs> he's Shit. like I, I promise you and he goes like this to his beard I promise you I'm over 21 <laughs> <laughs> what? and she let him go she let him do it and it was the funniest cutest thing I'd ever seen but anyway so we stroll up there and the Shook Twins were already on and we walk up the stairs and they're singing the Cranberries and it was like I felt like I was in the 90s and we were the cool kids coming, walking through and time stopped and like the air was like brushing our hair back and like the spotlight was... That was the drugs. It, they hadn't Allegedly. kicked in yet. Oh. They hadn't kicked in yet. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely didn't. But look, we're talking about drugs in front of my mom. Mom, you heard that? I heard that. Oh, I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it was alleged. Allegedly. Us, right? yep. We were talking about something else. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we're, the Shook we're, Twins, the Jam shook and the twins. Cranberries. Yeah, the Cranberries. And they we listened to four songs from them because it was toward the end of their set. And that bird is—he wants to be part of the Aww. day. He's heard about us. He's People like, like oh. the natural okay. wildlife uh, in our. I don't sounds, know what we can do more about like it. Sounds like a fucking zoo, but here, make him leave. <laughs> Come on, man. He's like you. <laughs> All right, sweet. Okay, that worked. Um. So anyway, we listened to their last few away. songs. They kicked ass. Apple was not with us, so that sucked. No, I wasn't. I had to work. <laughs> Well, he didn't work New Year's night. He worked New Year's the next day. Yeah, but New Year's Day at the finest is some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, we were there. Me and Ryder and Aaron were having a blast. It it was just... I I don't even know what to say. There was so much about that night. It was beautiful. We... So... I had never seen Railroad Earth before. Neither. None of us. None of Me, us your writer. And this is Jake and Bryn's jam. jam. And That's... so I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I knew we were going to get a rad jam show, but I didn't know it was going to be like It was a that. hoedown. It was a fucking psychedelic hoedown. Mom, we went to a hoedown. The like, other, for a real, for real. It, it was one... I'm, I, can, I can say this comfortably. One of the most psychedelic shows I've ever seen, and one of the most jammy shows I've ever seen like I, he, that I guy had a fiddle right? didn't fucking know you could do that with bluegrass I didn't know you could take bluegrass and make psychedelic soup with it it is yeah that guy that plays the fiddle in that band is a a master magician it was so it was everything I ever wanted to ring the new year in I was cutting a rug for well for most of the show. I was like half the show, I was out there dancing, and then the other half I was. You were up against the yeah, wall. Yeah, I was up right? against I, the wall. I'm very Me sorry Ryder, I missed we that. Just could have seen Melanie in a disco outfit oh at a gosh. bluegrass psychedelic. Car. We were da- jamming with awesome. this like seventy-something-year-old dude with a beard down to his belly button, and in a tie-dye. And he was dancing right, just just like a right behind Aaron and I, like if he came with us. And he was cutting a rug and smiling, and it was. I got the biggest hug from that cat after the show. It was such a fun night, just jamming with everybody. Yeah, man. 
Well, and before the show, right before the show, they were, I was jamming, like, in between the Shook Twins taking their stuff down and Railroad Earth putting their stuff up. Yeah, we were dancing. There wasn't even anybody on. And this one dude out of the whole place. With the vest? Yes. Dances over and starts dancing near us. And it was just such a, like, nobody else was dancing. But then the people who wanted to be groovy kind of kept migrating over toward us. And then when the show started, all the people that wanted to dance were right near each other and we're grooving once everything got jumping off so yeah railroad earth provided a super fun ring into do you the remember at midnight the countdown and what they sang um forever young yeah yeah and then father time came out and oh gave yeah a speech. father time we saw and father time he said be good to yourself and be good to others love each other love because each that's other's. how you rise yes. above the bullshit those love yourself and love words. each other. That's what he said. Yep. And hearing that from Father Time on New Year's Eve, high as a kite, that was some poignant, poignant stuff. That was really, love really magical. Love yourself and love each other. That's how you rise above the bullshit. What do you think about that? I think that he's absolutely right. Because I, I said this earlier, I think we were driving. If you follow those two rules... There's no time for hate in any of that. Ain't no time for hate. That's just, Aaron's you, favorite. You That's me. Aaron's favorite line. Ain't no time to hate. Barely time to wait. Mm-hmm. It's true, man. If you're think about it, guys out there, if you're loving yourself, and I, like real love, if you're doing love, then it doesn't need to be explained, right? Like there's the certain kind of love that you just know it doesn't need to be explained. If you're loving yourself and you're loving others. You don't have time to pay attention to rude shit or bullshit or, you know, trying to jump in anybody's way or trying to stay, you know, hating on other people. It just doesn't... You don't have time for it. Well, I think about the symbolism of the terrapin, the turtle. And, you know, for me, when I was touring with the dead, that... Hang on. Oh, my God. That fucking Ah! bird. Hey. Wow. There. He doesn't deserve that kind of language. (laughs) He's getting a little rowdy. Yeah, there. he's he's off the hook. He is off the hook, but it's his territory. But that symbolism of the turtle, like when I was on the road, always meant that my home was wherever I went, and terrapin symbolized the space, the headspace that we were in, and at a dead show and all that. But I also think about it too, like the the turtle shell is his love, and he's he can insulate himself with that. He's protected from all the crap that's in the world through that. It's his home, and on he his carries. Back. Yeah, he carries that with him as his home. That's where he lives, is in that space. So, turtles are rad. Turtles are rad. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! How cool would it be to be wherever you go, just like, oh, here I am, I'm home. And you're just chill. They're so chill. Like when you see turtles but eating, you like feed that. them lettuce. Here they're I just like, home. yeah. Like I've never slow. seen a turtle in a rush. Yeah, they're not in a big hurry. Or if you have, you didn't know it. I don't know. Have you ever seen a turtle hurrying? No, I've never mm-hmm. seen no. that. Never seen that. Nope. Slow and steady wins the race. Yes, it does. Slow and but low, that is the tempo. That thing of like living in that space and being in the moment and loving everybody around you and loving yourself, like it's it's a it's cute. It's a cute thing to say, right? It sounds great. It's a nice platitude. But it's a real fucking thing. And when Well, it's action oriented. Yeah, and w- 
in that space at that show at Railroad Earth is more than any other show I've ever been to. Maybe because it was New Year's and everybody was feeling that like newness of the year and the old passing away. There was a vibe in that room of love that I hadn't felt at any other show. Like, I've gotten hugs from strangers a thousand times at shows, and I've given hugs to strangers a thousand times at shows. But this was way different than that. It, it was, was very loving. Yeah, You're people right. were just like locking eyes, and like you had that communication, that silent communication of, wow, we're in this space together. And well, like, I've seen like a lot of shows and. Like, especially, like, I, I saw this a lot in, in Las Vegas, but I've seen it here, too. Like, the hierarchy of people who have gone to, like, a lot of shows, right? Well, they can afford to go to a lot of shows, or maybe they know the sound guy, and that's their posse, or they know, you know what I mean? They, they got they, VIP tickets yeah, to the show. and there's nothing, hey, nothing wrong with those mm -mm. people, because I have nothing wrong to say, but ain't no time to hate. Yeah, I'm not hating on anybody's game. It's just I'm I'm noticing that. Well, see now I forgot my whole point of of saying that. What? Railroad Earth not Railroad having Earth. that. Like, yes, it, yeah. yes. Everybody was just like in like like such a neutral space. There was just like happiness and like jubilee, like joy and a hoedown. It was a fucking hoedown. And it Jake was... and Brand, I remember him saying that wasn't there, but Jake and Brand were saying there. The, Jake was like, "It's a different, it brings a different crowd." Yeah, man. yes, all, it did. It was, it was, it was the hardcore the family. It lot. was just about love, and yeah, Father Time couldn't have said it any better. People were just in a mood to be in a good mood. That's yeah. what it was about. It was... That was my first time ever being at a a show on New Year's Eve. I. I had been to Chinese New Year's shows with the dead back in the day, but I have never been to a New now, Year's Now we sat out here the other night. I was thinking for like 20 minutes trying to remember if I'd been to a show, even back into the 80s, 90s. Mm -mm. We've been to a lot of shows in our well, life. And this is my second year in Portland, and I did um, Paragon and Kyrian last year. Oh, that's and, right. You mm -hmm. wanted to hear yeah. that. And then this year was Railroad Earth, and I have to say, Railroad Earth really... That Forever Young was amazing. That's a beautiful thing to hear at midnight when everything's yeah. turning new to remind you of what's important in this life. Like, we get, I don't know, I do. I get caught up sometimes in the grind of things and all the planning and everything that's going on. There's so much happening. But just remembering that, to hold that, that youngness close and to keep that spirit of when everything was magical and your imagination was the only thing that really mattered and made everything real like those things are what is important in this life and it i don't know it can get obscured by the clouds of day to day but hearing that and being you know open like that and it being midnight new year's and all the stuff like it really hit home and it it was a really good way for us to start the beginning of 2019 and everything that we have planned for the show and personally and everything that's going on this year was just the perfect exclamation point on 2018 and the perfect dot 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 to the beginning of 2019 like all right let's see what's gonna happen now like, well we've just had so much like surrealism in our life like 
who gets to do what we've done like what grandma gets to live with their grandbaby when they're born and have this amazing huge home and a huge support system to house this baby and then to be able to go fly them back home and like just the time the time that we were able to have this year with each other like the concerts the parties the holidays all of that like just so fortunate so fortunate and so lucky to be able to end it our year that way as well like in a concert with great friends and each other celebrating um everything that matters yeah all the things that matter and and if we would have stayed home it would have been just as amazing Mm -hmm. and so we are like that terrapin with the shell on our back like our skin is the shell and we get to go wherever we want and bring our love with us and expose it as much as we want or hide it as much as we want that was the one thing that stuck with me the most out of the whole night besides the amazing music that we heard by shook twins and, and railroad earth was that older brother that I danced with that deadhead with the long gray beard coming up to me after the show giving me a hug Mm -hmm. and saying keep shining that love light brother like it makes me tear up now Mm -hmm. to know that like do you remember what that guy said about dancing with us over no he said that he felt our dancing and he came over and he just said that it felt good he said that it felt (laughs) like comfortable over here dancing with us near us and I felt and, pretty fucking comfortable. And man. I don't recall anybody recognizing us or knowing us. No, that we night. didn't have any of yeah, that. Yeah, we the didn't show. have none of that. It was a nice time. We nice just anonymous kind of evening. Blended in and chilled out. But even in blending in, it was still one of those experiences where people can feel what we're putting out. And so, like that um, Brent, or no Grant. Grant, he was a super sweetie angel cutie that you had picked up and people can just feel it so if they're feeling us they can feel you too we're feeling them too man that's what I'm saying they can feel you too we can feel you too and so like putting that love out there shining that love light uh, putting it down however you want to say it that's the way to do it that's why the CRB is rad any way you love we know how you feel yeah it's fucking so perfect man to say that and it's so true like i don't know i guess we're on a love kick right now talking about love but there is you love me hell yeah i love you there's so many different uh definitions of love you know but it really does boil down to one one. but it's one thing it's one thing in many different expressions in many different ways and we all recognize it in each other and it's really cool to be able to go somewhere like that on new year's and then just jacuzzi in it like that's kick ass and what you're saying about the year and like the time with sydney and the baby and adam and having family time like we had this great summer of all these trips and, and concerts and all this stuff and then the year switched gears and it was time to be home yep. and time to be with family and it's winter time which and, and we now were, but that was still we were out <laughs> yeah but we did a lot here yeah at home did. with each other and now things are changing again 
Yeah. The gear is switching back and yeah. it's yeah. it's time to get back to down to business. Not that we've left things hanging. No. But, but now everybody starts touring and all, all the stuff we love doing is it's kicking into full well, I, I think force. In a little bit like the way that the show has shifted gears is the show was we were recording our experiences we were doing like trip reports after these shows right and now i feel like the show's requiring us to go to these shows yep do you know what i mean it's Jake not like that. it's yeah it's not like we're like doing trip reports anymore it's like we are going to be almost part of the show as well mm-hmm. whether it's talking to the musicians or talking to the fans that are listening to the musicians so it's our show shifted a little bit yeah yeah and things are changing it's yeah. evolving and and you know what i'm really happy about that because that's how things get stagnant is when they stay the same and then yeah. they start to get stale and it gets fucking boring yeah doing the same thing over and over yeah. and over again like i'm not down with that and it's good to hear you see that say that yeah so i'm glad that it's changing and it's not a conscious decision on any no. of our parts yeah. to do we, that we're it's not just, planning this no, change this no. isn't no we're on the ride how the hell could we it's huh? organic it's it's in charge yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a we it's a thing it's a real it's, live alive thing. thing just saying speaking of switching gears and new stuff happening do you guys like realize realize what's what happening doing? next weekend? Yeah. <laughs> you know how I realize this is I know this is going to I'll probably get shit for this or who cares but when something's important to me I want a new outfit. And so <laughs> I want a new outfit for this. Uh, and so it's important to me. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's that how me, I that judge me and Aaron importance. gotta get new t-shirts you know? oh Good. my gosh no it's, I we'll say it jokingly down there. I say it jokingly but like really I it's important to me because of how important it is to you guys when I remember you wanted to go there so bad if with, you don't if you don't know what we're talking about oh okay we're podcasting cool. live from the stage in the bar at Terrapin Crossroads. And so when we say week. live, we mean in front of an audience, not live like you can listen to it live. Well, yeah, you'll hear it after. Mm. Yeah, you're going to still hear it. But later. We're going to be at Terrapin Unless Crossroads. you guys decide to show up and support us, which we do in have that, some family coming. We do. Yeah. We I know Rebecca said that she's going to be there, mm-hmm. so I'm super and stoked for her and her Billy man and to be Diana there. Will be there. Oh my God, if Billy and Diana show up, I don't know what I'm going to do. They're, I'm going to go gonna be crazy. There. I heard from them. Uh, don't go crazy. Don't I'm go crazy. Go, I'm going to go crazy. You're already okay. crazy. I'm going to go crazy. Go crazy. But um, to get us back on track, we're podcasting live from Terrapin Crossroads, you guys. So what I was saying was, was prior to any show or any Portland living, Aaron wanted to go to this Terrapin so bad. And I just did not care. Like, for real. I didn't care about it. I didn't see what the big deal was. I wasn't... I did barely knew who Fish, Phil Lesh was. Like, 
I didn't. Yeah, you weren't even nowhere near the bus. At that I, time. I was. I saw the bus and I was like, "That's cool. Oh, it's like, a nice bus. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> whatever. I'm. I'm busy. That's like, a neat bus. Yeah, needs new tires. And so but... him and Apple went and they had a blast. As they like, it was perfect for those two to go. It's like it was going, a dream for yeah, us it's like to go there. Going to like Graceland for an Elvis fan, you know. And so I was happy because that happened for them, and I wasn't jealous. Believe me, I didn't care two shits about it. But then Aaron and I got. To to go to um, Terrapin um, last year at the last quarter for when we went to Napa for Carla and Carl's wedding. Um, shout out to those two cute newlyweds. Um, and I saw the the specialness of like well because you're on the bus now too it means more. It means more, and to see Aaron all excited to like show me and to be in that environment and it was a very loving weekend because we were there for a wedding and we it was like Aaron and I's time to be alone and reflective and all kinds of different things I just quit my job like there was a lot going on and so to be doing what we do there is a huge like mountaintop moment for us yeah it's a mountaintop moment for us and so I'm proud of it from that angle. I'm proud that Aaron accomplished, not Aaron, Aaron on his own. Yeah, but all of us. No, just because of it, how important it was to you. That's why I say Aaron. And not to mention. And now it's become important to you at the right yeah, time. You were able yeah. to walk in there and look at the and pictures it's been on the wall and you. know who they were yeah. and appreciate it. Be like, oh, there's Jerry. Yeah. There's the, you yeah. know, not, not to mention all the symbolism and what it means for us but the fact that we get to interview family yeah our our brothers yeah the higgs Higgs there is another layer on top of that that's so awesome like that band means so much to me and yeah. you and Apple yeah. and Ryder. And yeah, Dolly. that and those the, guys, John, the, David, yeah. Garrett, Jesse, those guys, they are family. They're like brothers. Mm-hmm. Their names are just comfortable now. Yeah, and yeah absolutely. And, yeah. <clears throat> getting getting to do that with them there is really special thing. So I think the point of all of that is Well, there's a lot of points. Is that if you live spiky in the <laughs> Bay Area and you're going to be around there on the 12th of January. We are going to be podcasting live. So come support the No Simple Road family. Come give us a hug. Come say hi. Come hang out. I mean, it'll be really rad no matter what to do this thing, but it'll be quadruply so badass if, if the family dance. is there and we do our thing with you guys there. It, to the I know. Higgs. I know that I'm a little nervous about it. I'm not going to lie. It will make me feel more comfortable to have family there. People that know who we are and what we do. It'll make me out of his comfort zone. uh, Don't come. I'm out of my comfort zone (laughs) all the fucking time lately. Believe me. I know. Yeah. Comfort zone's widened. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a no. A you guys really should cool... totally come. You guys should come support us and have fun. If you guys have heckle Aaron, make him nervous. Yeah, if all. you have any um, do inkling that. to come, or have if it's easy for you, or if you just feel like it, show up. Come on, make the effort. It's gonna be a blast. Yep. It's gonna be like kind of like a, a send off because um, I'm flying down to. 
bring Sydney and Jasper to their new home in, in LA. LA. And I'm going to be driving from LA to uh, Terrapin and joining these two guys and then to do the interview. And I just, it's going to be a really amazing send off, you know. And then, so we do that. Then we have a couple of weeks. Then Phil and the Terrapin Family Band are playing at the Roseland. We're going to that. Yeah. Then the weekend after that, we leave on Thursday to fly to L.A. for Love You Down. So if you live in the L.A. area on February seventh oh and eighth, grab your tickets for Love You Down. Come yes. hang out with us. We're going to be podcasting live from there. Do it. Do it. Seriously, if seriously, you guys. like if you're in L.A. and you're there that weekend. There is no excuse, It's a guys. guaranteed sellout, so it's a thing you want to be at. It's a fun, amazing way to catch new music, to well, see what's going on in the L.A. scene. The L.A. scene is amazing. And not for nothing. Swim, Sago, Warpaint. Like, mm-hmm. if you guys don't know who they are, come see them, and I promise you yeah. won't be disappointed. You will not forget them after that. Warpaint is... Talk about psychedelic badass women that fucking yeah. Go jam. check out their music. They're and well, and the, it's just gonna be a fun fest. And think about this: love you down. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to be loved down? <laughs> yeah, I'll be loved down all day. Right? Love you up. Love you up. Love you down. I wonder where that came from. We gotta find out where that. I know name where it came, came from. from. Where from that song? The song. Oh. Let me, let me love you, you down. down. It's, an, it's, it's a badass song. And it's been covered a few Ooh, times. It's they covered song. it. Swim covered it. Okay, there it is. Chris does an amazing job of that Love You Down. So that's, you know what? Let's put that in the link, babe. Okay. Okay. I'll put it in the link. All right. So if you're in LA, grab some tickets for Love You Down, man. Yep. And come hang out with the fam. We're going to be all over. Then. We have a bunch all of shows. Over Cali. We've got. Then we come back on the ninth. We're gonna be there the seventh, eighth. Come back on the ninth. That's we right. Dark Star Orchestra on Saturday night. So every time we have a celebration, we have to come back home to have another celebration. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. A lot of celebrating. It's time to celebrate. Twenty nineteen <laughs> is about <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> I said this is like all about this is like the cool in the gang year. It's mm-hmm. all about celebration. Oh my yep. gosh! Yes, I then love cool in the gang year. We're going to Seattle. Oh my gosh, Crystal Brady McGree. and Blaze, McGree. get ready for us. I'm glad you were talking over me, because I McGree. fucking blew <laughs> that. Umpreez McGree. <laughs> I can't wait to see Umpreez. I'm sorry, Brendan and, and, and Jake. And um, you guys, I'm sorry, I apologize. Yeah, you guys get ready for us, because we are coming for you. We're going to have a blast. Yeah, if you guys live in Seattle and you're going to the Umpreez show, look for us. We're going to be there. Then, J-Rad. little thing called J-Rad. A little thing. Little Tommy in the house. Cuthbert Amphitheater. Yeah, you guys, the last time we were at Cuthbert, we saw Deontward for Father's Day. What? And I allegedly lost a shirt there. Oh. (laughs) And... There's it no was legend about it. There you know, yeah. no, no, okay, I'm gonna tell you. Shirt. I'm gonna sum up what that entire night felt like to me. It felt like stage diving. That's what it felt like. Wow. I felt like Aaron and Apple were the people that were holding me up as I was stage diving well, all were, night to Deontward. You were the only one that allegedly took anything that night, <laughs> and me, me and Apple were sober, and 
we saw Ninja and Yolandi oh my and gosh, DJ you guys. God do their no. thing. GJ Hard Dick. DJ, his name is now God. <laughs> yeah. He changed his name from Hard Dick to God. <laughs> so we saw them do their thing, and that was amazing. It was a definite experience. It was. And and I, it was one like, of my favorite shows like, ever. I want a shirt. I want a shirt. So I was like, and okay. you guys, seriously, I never care about merch. So I bought you a shirt. I wanted this fucking shirt. I don't even remember what it looks like. And then we got to the car, and you're like. Where's my shirt? <laughs> and we had we had they shouldn't like have a trusted me. And, and we got lost. I said I was stage diving through the whole night. How do you keep a shirt if it's not on your body? If you're stage diving, you don't. Your change falls out. Your party stuff. Everything Somebody falls out. Somebody steals your phone. Yeah. So so Cuthbert yeah. J Rad. Then a little a little band little band oh. called Dead and Company at the oh, Gorge. Oh, the Gorge is going to be a blowout. Gorgeous. So we're already oh. in the middle of the year, guys. So I'm like just letting you know filling in. We know that all in between. Nothing has been finalized. These are ideas that we've thrown around. <laughs> but we have some plans for the Gorge. I'm just going to oh, say yeah. that. Yeah. yeah we, we have do. something special planned that is going to manifest. I am going to manifest that shit. And we will have a place to play yep. and have fun at the Gorge. It's going to be a very special time. One could say it would be almost like a family reunion type thing at the Gorge. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, so no. One could say that. One could say that. And then hopefully... We won't ever talk about it either. We'll go see Dead and Company and we won't talk oh, about no. it. Well, this, this will be talked about. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> I hope. I'm just the this there's nothing behind this. I don't know anything. I'm saying this up front. It's I hope true. he doesn't know anything. That Fish announces something this year in Bend. I hope that happens. Yep. Yeah. I hope we get a fish so fish show. Fish What's wrong so. with my mouth this today? I don't know. <laughs> Mush mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you fab Albert. Um, half the people don't know what we're talking about. No, okay, the other half do, and they'll they'll appreciate it. Anyhow, so, yeah. Anyhow, back. So to that's what the year doing. so far, guys. And uh, we left out a few things. Lettuce is coming to town. Twiddle's coming to town. Um, oh yeah, we do have fillers, have those fillers mm -hmm. in there, and, that, and those aren't fillers. Those are fillers. big deals. No, big it's deal. filling in between the dates we already know about. Is what yeah. I mean. Yeah, by no means fillers. Yeah, I, I'm personally really excited to see twiddle oh at a show mm -hmm. not at a festival doing a festival set yeah i want to see them headlining yeah. their own shit these guys are super fun I'm that was stoked. instant tears the second that i i mean there was a lot of reasons why i was crying but <laughs> i'm always crying for some reason or other but and if when you're they, not i am i know right i don't cry so, crying that set though at high sierra post interview was another mountaintop. Another moment. highlight. It was Amazing. a high Those without so being cool. high. <clears throat> they were so cool. They were so fun, so candid. And then they came out and rocked it out. Yeah, and the sun was out. And, and it was we warm, actually, and we were dancing in the grass yeah. and didn't have our shoes on. And it was Jason magic. was there, and we met Jason and Jason Audrey. That's where we met Jason. Well. We okay. Check this out. The first time we met Jason is when he bought a shirt from us in Eugene, at 
at uh, Dead and oh. Company. He bought one of Nola's shirts from us before they got snatched. Okay. Then we saw him what? at. Then we saw him at High Sierra wearing that shirt, and I was oh, like, "Holy shit!" shit. That's right. Yep. And Standing he took a picture right. and sent it to me from High Sierra of just him doing a selfie and we're all standing behind him like five or six people back dancing not knowing we were even in the picture he didn't know we were in the picture no he he, i think he knew okay we didn't know we didn't know and then he got us to go see pigeons what jason i didn't know yeah he's he's woven (laughs) through And I, gosh, I'm such an airhead. Sometimes. I hit him up the other day and told him that we should all meet up prior to Phil, like before the show, so we can all go together. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. So we can hang out with Audrey and and Jason. And I told you, remember, I got. I'm not going to talk about it on the air. Just JIC. Okay, I'll remind you later. Okay. So, lots of things, guys. So there's lots of ways to interact with us. We're not just voices in your earballs. No, man. We've had some really sweet connections. And, and we want to meet all of you guys. We are. Well, yeah. We are meeting all of us. I would love to meet every single person that listens to this show, personally. Yeah, because, well, I mean, yeah. those ones in We're another country is going to be a little harder, unless you guys want to come Come on over. Fly here. us over. Yeah. I'd be happy come to go. Come on over to... and jam at the gorge. Yeah. <laughs> we got lots of listeners in England and lots of listeners in Amsterdam. So, if anybody wants to fly us over, we'll podcast from there and hang out. We love Amsterdam. We do love we Amsterdam. I'd love to go back to Amsterdam. I would love to go back to, and not just for and the weed. And definitely this time. go on the fucking canal and, and not, go to yeah. a spa so we, and go see Anne Frank's. I got place. a question. What What's going on now? Right now? <laughs> In the present? Right now? Yeah. I mean, we went a whole lot of what's going to be happening and stuff. What right now our, was the intro for Bullfrog, Bullfrog Moon. Moon. Oh, that's right. Okay. So we We're just talked hanging to out, man. Barnaby. <laughs> we talked to Barnaby, um, minus the other guys, um, and we found out that there's 20-year-old, 30-year-old, 40-year-old. Well, I'm t- in the 20s. And 50. And 50-year-old. Um, so 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s represented in this band. And they do Zeppelin, Doors, Bowie, Widespread, fish, whatever. Heads, um, dead, dead. And they are regular dudes that have beautiful wives and awesome children. And, and they're giving it back. Yeah, they're finding opportunities to go hang out at breweries and go chill and give people that are out there listening something to dance to and something to have better than just annoying boring background music they're bringing it and i appreciate that barnaby and thanks for reaching out that's really cool so if you live in north carolina in their area and you see that they're playing at one of the breweries go support them because they're part of the no simple road family heck yeah and i appreciate the north carolina love guys thanks for um listening out there and thank you um cosmic kara for uh, listening and turning barnaby on and bullfrog moon on i appreciate that um so you know hit us up and i want to hear what's going on with you cosmic kara that is one of the things that i want from our family out there this year is for everybody that listens to turn at least one or two other people onto the show. If you listen to No Simple Road and you know other people that would dig it, tell them about it, man, because we want to grow this thing as big as possible. 
So well, he we'll keeps saying we. Help. I don't know. I got a lot of responsibility on my plate, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Whatever. I need more arms. We'll take care <laughs> of it. Don't worry about it. We'll hire help. <laughs> so on that note, follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road. Follow us on Facebook. Become part of the Facebook group. If you're one of those people that still digs Facebook and you're doing that thing, there is a Facebook group for you. It is the No Simple Road family group. And lots of stuff's going on over there. You can stay informed. I post stuff there once in a while. If you want to do the Reddit thing, you can go to r forward slash No Simple Road on Reddit. And we have our own thing going on there. And I've said this a bunch of times on the show, but you can find other people to go to shows with there. There's trip reports. There's new music posts. Everybody's interacting there and it's growing. And it's because of you guys, and we appreciate it. So that's the Reddit thing. It is 2019. It is 2019. a new year. So here's the deal. It's What's new. The deal? We need your help. We want you to go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and sign up as soon as you can. That is how we can continue doing this thing that we're passionate about, that you like listening to, and it remains free for you guys. And wow. we get to keep doing it. And we've had a i don't know four sign wow. up over the past four this week four yeah do you have them on there week. I, I don't you all so right right. i'll, I'll get back i got them so four in the past month and i'm gonna shout you guys out well, emmett O. he was the very last chan mm-hmm. donator of the of year 2018 yeah. tanner k tanner love you tanner nate b nate Mm. <laughs> and he's such a sweetie name. Drum roll. And he cooks with Sasson. Jason A. Jason. We we're just talking about you, Jason. Love you, man. I mean Love you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. So much. I What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. It's a trip when people sign up on Patreon. Mm-hmm. It <clears throat> It's a weird energy thing. It's and not weird. You know what it is? It's a super it's... cool thing. It it and means it, that you guys believe in us. It's and, a validation in a way. Yeah. It's a, it's exactly it's like being seen. It's a valid. It's like when you make um if you're an artist this amazing art piece and then you take it out and somebody's like i'll buy that for fifty dollars and you are willing to let go for ten yeah you know what i'm saying and so that it's not like hell yeah it's the money because now you got 50 bucks and you didn't have any bucks right Mm -hmm. but what it really is is like damn that guy thought that that was worth it you know so even at the dollar level you think we're worth it and that's what it is whatever it's worth it's worth something and that's why patreon is rad and that that is what because we're we're that's what keeps us doing this free we're giving it out for free. we're giving that painting out for free and to have somebody say i'll pay for that yeah because no matter what you can listen to the show so you don't literally have to pay one cent to listen to it but the fact that you are and you still are listening is that's special not to be too weird about it but 
I see it as it raises the vibration of the show because there's people value. Well, no, it there's people actively sending energy to mm. us in the form of ones and zeros, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're also directing their attention and and will towards us for us to keep going, right? So it raises the vibration of the show. Every time somebody signs up on Patreon, there's that much more gas in our tank, spiritually speaking. Not money-wise, but the, there's it. more more electricity yeah. sent to us and then we get to keep doing it i mean a lot of podcasts go behind a paywall they you know they do the first hour free and then they make people pay for the second or whatever their deal is whatever it is but this when this happens means that we don't have to do that yeah it means that we get to keep doing it you guys free that are listening here who are not new um you've listened to the beginning and you've noticed that we've had ads we've had ben and jerry's we've have kushko we define. have defined now um shop tour bus and that happened during the show like w- people have noticed or people have thought hey why don't we have them you know say something and it's worked and so you guys are responding. Yeah, and you you're guys are being active and interactive with the show, and we thank you so much because I really feel like when we hear from uh, Nate, you know, and from Jason and Jason Tanner and all and of them, everybody, everybody, um, there's too many to mention. But when we hear from you guys, it's like getting a beautiful letter in the mail or hearing or a your hug. favorite song or you know it's it, equivalent to those you know sunset moments just so you know and i want to give special recognition out to nate because <laughs> not only did nate become a chan donator deluxe yeah <laughs> not only did he do chan that but deluxe. he is he personally preparing deer jerky for this family oh he and then he took pics and he and he offered to take rider hunting yes he did and rider's gonna take, take him up on hunting. that shit and so he he it. he posted on instagram you know when your favorite um podcast, podcast says you're shout you <laughs> yeah, out. shouts you out and i'm sorry we didn't shout you out by name because we forgot but now after <laughs> we've done our research we know who you are at big and, underscore yeah. red one on instagram <laughs> thank whoop, whoop. you um <laughs> you're you're you rock that's all i can we say love you, man. you rock we definitely send some love your way that is a <laughs> fucking beautiful smile you got there brother totally. you look like a lot of fun to yeah. party with yeah you and got if i can i'd love vibe. to go down there with ryder because uh, me and ryder are fun together send those polar bears down like, to louisiana yeah i can't hunt i'm not the hunting type <laughs> i might cut myself or something oh my god no, just kidding uh, i i wouldn't want to hunt man yeah. it's not my bad okay it's not anyway. no, I, no it's I, fine for those that want to do it i don't yeah. got any problem with it but for me i'm I just choice I'd rather watch this that well, me and Aaron will take mm-hmm. us a nice little romantic getaway there you go so <laughs> the point of all of that is thank you guys that have signed up on Patreon we love you <laughs> yeah. we appreciate it from romantic we getaway do. to thank you yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. donating thank you. on Patreon and if you're on the fence or you're so inclined we need your help to keep doing this thing man it's about us all coming together and doing this as a family so 
patreon.com forward slash no simple road and if you want to do something for the show that doesn't cost anything the other huge thing is those reviews five stars i have not looked in the past couple of days but those five star reviews on apple Podcasts mean a lot guys so if you listen to us on apple Podcasts, you haven't done that yet if you haven't done that yet please take a second and just blam hit the five star move on that's all you gotta do or you could hit the five star and then leave a really kind review that would be neat too we'd appreciate it and it helps the show get out there and more people find out about it and that's and, another thing that makes us emotional and yeah. bond more yeah. we love reading those together and getting it, it's kind of like is a little bit of the glue mm-hmm. you know like sometimes when we all are feeling a little discouraged like during the week maybe it's something going on we're broke or you know we had a hard day or just any kind of stuff the dross that comes into life and then we come home and we read a letter because somebody had time enough to write it that's i love that one, we come, that's one, a big one deal. of us it's is huge. like did you see the review today yeah. and it's like i didn't have time today to look yeah. at anything and then we do it together and so and thanks guys thanks and again. also take a minute if you listen to this show and go to osirispod.com and check out some of the rad podcasts oh, yeah. that are on the network with us, yeah. guys. Check out Strangers Stopping Strangers. Check out God, Ween, Evan, Broke, Broke Down, Down, Fear of a Craft Beer Planet. There's Amigos. Just, Amigos. There's so many good podcasts on this network. I am super proud to be counted among them. And if you haven't listened to them, you need to take a minute and go listen. I mean, yeah. there's three separate fish podcasts. There's podcasts about being a dad there's all kinds of stuff on osiris and you know we're part of that family so let's help each other out that's part of all of it too and that's helping keep things going and we just want you guys to to get involved and be part of the show part of part of the world with us and And you guys can totally become more interactive if you want you know i know we've said this before not a lot but if you guys have any ideas for the show or if you guys have any questions for us or any yeah we're pretty (laughs) open about stuff so you know maybe you want to hear something that we're not talking about or um maybe you have an idea yeah maybe you have an idea that's something that we should do um, darwin wants to hear it darwin just came running over here and wanted a pet on the head now he wants a drink and something that came out of people doing Doing what you're talking about is the Spotify playlist. Oh yeah, the No Simple Road Family Music playlist on Spotify. That's from Berticon Outdoors uh, yeah. DMing me on Instagram and saying, "Hey, you guys, it'd be cool to be able to listen to the music that you guys are listening to around the house." Yeah. So we do. We that listen to some really good music, especially when Sydney and Adam were here. They threw in some salt and sugar and Un- sweet yeah. and spice. My favorite that Adam turned me on to what? is Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Okay, yeah. I don't know about that one, oh but God, bad, awesome. bad, not good. Yep. You guys are not old. I heard about you a long time ago, but guys, go take a listen to Drowning. Like that song. Those guys are amazing. Okay. When we were yeah. coming down from our trip the other night and you had them on, oh my God. Like, wow. What they amazing were, yeah. jazzy. They're, I kept saying, is this Medesky Martin and Wood? And you're like, nope, that's bad, bad, not good. Yeah. It so rhymes. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. So, Unknown Mortal Orchestra, Bad, Bad, Not Good, and the No Simple Road Family Music Playlist on Spotify. And I think we have reached that point where it's time for you to kick your feet up or get yourself adjusted in your chair, fix your headphones, adjust the volume spark a bowl get some water and we just want to thank you guys one more last time 
just for always supporting us. Seriously. And for being part yeah. of our family. Thank you so much. Before you go. listen to this cute little interview with Barnaby, just know that we're thanking you for the time that you're spending listening to us. Yep. Super appreciate we it. We love you guys. And I did I just want to throw it out there. We had Barnaby on here, but he was representing the band, which is Luke, Luke Scott, the Ben, and Clint. Yeah. Right on, These guys. guys are out there doing their thing. Yeah. You know, doing like we do. They got day jobs, but they got mm-hmm. their family. They're out there doing what they love and growing and sharing that love. Right on, so, guys. without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Bullfrog Moon. Let's get it on. I don't know nothing about widespread panic. You don't? Can I have the pipe? I would love to take a hit of that delicious, divine, (laughs) 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 premium cannabis. What is this, Apple? What are we smoking? Chi-chi. Well, we don't have this one in stock yet. We will next week. Ooh, we're smoking back. Back order. <laughs> this is get no, one. Back order. Uh, there you go, buddy. This is hot Donna. Ooh, does it uh, sing uh, out a key? A nice, heady, oh. clear-headed sativa. Hey, hey, you back, are back talking that shit. That was talking shit. Fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're not even. You can't even blame it on being stoned because you're just getting stoned. All right. So, Barnaby, we're gonna hook this up. Let me give him the two-minute warning. Two-minute warning. Exactly. Come on, somebody talk. This Say something. Sing. Do something. Our warning. Warning. Two-minute warning. Barnaby's two-minute yeah. warning. I wonder if they do Radiohead. Oh, I'll have to ask. Radiohead's a certain kind of a band. That's a certain kind of a frequency. Yeah. Yeah, that you have to really try to reproduce radiohead not that you don't have to try to reproduce everything yeah, else but really try but those guys i don't it, it's not even music it doesn't yes, even sound it like music it's just it's just it's a lot special. going on there's a lot happening yeah i don't even know what instruments they play right <laughs> How they play the make that the back noise. of your head and your and they, teeth and they run their shit through all kinds of equipment yeah say it brother Ooh, yeah there you go hot Donna. all right let's call barnaby all right. Should we describe the beautiful, overcast, nice, chill in the air day when my mom's here and it's nice? You're not you gonna be able did. to hear yourself. <laughs> you trailed off. You trailed off. Yeah. Did you say niner? Niner. Hey, Aaron. Barnaby. How are you? What's happening, brother? How you doing? Good, how are you guys? We got our shit together, finally, it's done. Our shit, you know, Aaron loves to say that, our shit is really not that untogether. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty together. Uh, It it, it just takes a minute to get all the coffee flowing and juices That's right, it's morning morning in Portland, isn't it? Yeah. Where where are you? I'm in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, shit. So it's like, what? 1 30 yeah, yeah it's like 1 30 yep all right well good afternoon my friend nice to meet <laughs> you morning. i'm aaron you too mel's sitting here hey barnaby yeah. i love hey, your name by the yeah, way that is so fun well, thank the you porch man <laughs> well it's it's great to talk to you guys it finally you know it's it's kind of weird hearing your voices uh like in real time after listening to you so long on the podcast and everything <laughs> oh i appreciate that man that's fucking <laughs> cool shit it's it's a weird thing to hear myself 
Yeah, on I the sometimes show. feel like we're characters <laughs> too. Like when I go back and listen to like our previous <laughs> recording, I like I think about oh they're having a fun time or that must have been a cool interview, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, I'm not even thinking about oh, myself shit, in it me. at all. Yeah. <laughs> so you can hear everybody okay? It's all good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right on, man. So. Tell us all about your life. Start at the beginning. <laughs> when <you're... laughs> What's your sign? Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite food, Barnaby? No, you guys, you guys reached out to to me, right? Is that how we met? Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of interesting. I, I uh, my friend Kara, um, it's Cosmic Kara on Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yes. She she said check these guys out. This podcast out. They're real cool and everything. So I started listening to you guys, and I think you put out a post that said something like, "What do you want for New Year? You know, what do you wish for the New Year?" And I was like, "How about how about we talk? You know, interview Bullfrog Moon for uh, the the podcast?" And then I didn't think anybody was gonna get back to me. I was like, "Wow, that's awesome!" So you guys hit me up. <laughs> you know what, man? Yeah. Since since starting doing this, like one of the things that that I personally like wanted to make it like a mission for myself to be able to do was when people send us correspondence to respond mm-hmm. to every fucking thing that comes in like, that's awesome yeah and you know what dude well like, you know what because honestly Bar- barnaby it's our life for real it's not a made-up one yeah right you know what right. i mean like i don't know what other people are doing out there but this is for real us so if like if I don't answer something or if I hide something, that's my real life doing it, and it sucks. It just yeah, happens definitely. to be a little bit more on, you know, on a platform. Yeah, I guess you're kind of mm-hmm. out in the open, more in, more in view. So, tell tell the people out there who you guys are and, and what yeah, you do out there. Yeah, I want to know from you because I've never seen you guys, and I saw you guys friend request me, and I'm like, hell yeah, who? Okay, first of all, the drummer what like <laughs> yeah, i just want to hear about bullfrog moon like if you are telling everybody for the first time well well basically we are a uh, a little jam band uh here in charlotte north carolina and um we're kind of in our second we're in our 2.0 mode because we've we've had kind of a change in lineup about a year and about two years ago um but uh, we we pay, we play a lot of uh, you know dead fish widespread almond brothers talking heads pink floyd doors stuff like that Jesus. and uh, we just kind of play all around the charlotte area uh, we haven't really ventured uh, much farther than the you know north south carolina you know general area around here okay uh, mainly because we're all you know we're all kind of we we wish we were rock stars, but we're not. We're you know we have jobs and all that kind of stuff. So I know the feeling. Kind of you know yeah yeah you guys know exactly what I'm talking oh, about. Oh hell so. yeah! <laughs> so yeah, we we really it's it's kind of cool because what has happened is we're starting to see you know the same people Aww. showing up at shows, and you're starting to see people who really dig the music, which is fantastic. We play a lot of breweries, and because um, the the brewery scene like, like out there is is pretty big here in Charlotte. And you might have 500 people out there. Wow, that's but, a good audience. Yeah, but they're not really, but they're not paying any attention because they've never heard, you know, Tall Boy mm. by Widespread Panic. Okay, they don't care. <laughs> but you get those two or three people there in the front row just rocking out, and that's, I mean, that's what we do it for. You know, those oh. guys that are out there that that Whoever care, is listening, like the right? music. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, and absolutely. That's awesome. That, that's the one that's on our map of where we want to visit. We got to get out to Charlotte. It sounds like you guys have a hell of a music scene. And I, I do kind of the research. I'm sitting here all morning, 
seen so many breweries you guys have played and which is kind of like here in portland there's so many breweries and stuff that have live music it's awesome that they're offering that like a stage for you guys to go play these breweries and i love beer oh. <laughs> yeah and it's, it's it's great and and what's really kind of nice because um you know like i have kids and everything and, and instead of being at a bar till two in the morning it might be a sunday afternoon at a brewery and the kids and the dog come and the family and you know it's kind of a, a family deal too which is great Aww, and, and uh that's... see that... barnaby that's exactly why we're doing what we're doing because everybody can participate we we have an unusual family we do have like the husband and wife and the two kids and the dog and then we've got uncle apple and then we've got cousin Ryder, and then we've got our open door policy of people just coming and going as they stop by in life and we didn't ever want to leave anybody out yeah yeah and that's that's one of the rad things about the music that we all listen to it, the older I get, the more I see it. I, you know, it's kind of strange thinking back about it years ago, like in the late 80s, early 90s. I didn't see as many kids at the shows. But mm -hmm. now you go to a fucking fish show or a dead and company show and there's kids spinning and dancing and playing and throwing balls and playing with balloons and their faces are painted and they're wearing tie dye. Like it's it's a real family atmosphere mm -hmm. where it didn't yeah, used to be like great. that. Yeah, no, so, I think you're right. You know, one of the things that tripped me out about you guys is that you guys play so much disparate music. I mean, it's you're not a Fish tribute band. You're not a Dead tribute band. You're not a Doors tribute. You're all of it. Do you right. Do you find that that's harder for you to have to get to know all that different styles of music? Uh, not not totally. I mean, the like the Dead stuff is all stuff that you know we've all been playing since we were little you know basically you know the first stuff we played in bars and stuff in high school and mm. things like that the so fish stuff can get a little technical a though well um it's kind of weird like our band uh ben our guitar player he's like 26 years old what um yeah and he's he's a huge deadhead way way into fish incredible guitar he does all the tray parts beautifully and um I'm in my 40s. Luke, the drummer's in his, uh, I think, just turned 50. Scott, I think, is in his 50s, the keyboard player. Uh, and um, uh, Clint, our bassist, is in his 30s. So we kind of have this span, oh, wow. but we're all on the same page musically as far as what we like, what we listen to, what we want to play. Um, Ben's a little more fish. Luke's a little bit more dead or, well, maybe, I don't even know. We, we all kind of like all of it. So it it's fun. Everybody has all kinds of great ideas of what we want to try, and we're uh, we're gonna roll out a couple new Jerry Band tunes for this next show, and uh, maybe a new widespread tune too. So, oh, how wow. cool, you guys! What? That I... okay? I really I love that. I love the multi generational band. I love everybody bringing something to the table, and you guys doing it with family. Like, how can that not be an awesome? success <laughs> yeah it's a lot of fun i mean the, our, our biggest problem really is the fact that we are spread all over kind of the charlotte area okay. and it's become kind of a big busy crazy town and traffic and oh. just getting together for rehearsals and yeah. and of course because everybody's got you know families and jobs and everything it's hard to get together to rehearse and but we so make it work and how often you know, does that realistically happen 
when the stars align <laughs> that you guys can. <laughs> yeah. You heard? I probably shouldn't say it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, to be honest with you, uh, tomorrow is our first rehearsal that we are going to have probably, it's probably been five months. Oh, so all you so, need to say is it's our first rehearsal of the year. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, that's it. So, so far, it's once a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Off good. So, what? yeah, that's – so what happens is, like, we'll, we'll say, no, we're not going to play that. You know, we, we haven't played that in a while or whatever, or we don't want to try this. Well, you know, things happen like we had, like, the hurricane in Charlotte or in mm-hmm. North Carolina. We got hit with, like, thunderstorms. So we had a gig at, at D9 Brewery, and they said, yeah, come on out still. We don't know what's going to happen. We'll stay open. So we played, and no one was there because it was oh. really terrible conditions. Okay. So we said, hey, let's try Riders on the Storm by the Doors. Everybody knows it. You know, let's we, we can wing it, and it sounded great. Wow. So now it's in wow. our repertoire. So we kind of we kind of just uh, wing it a little bit sometimes, and it's a little scary, but sometimes good stuff comes out of it, and that's how we end up adding new songs because we don't get to rehearse enough to really do it for real, you know? Hell yeah. Well, I saw something, too. Like I said, I kind of do research. I saw a thing on you kind of have something in common with me and Aaron, especially Aaron. I was more of a metalhead, but with the uh, hardcore punk. Mm-hmm. I saw a little that you were into that and stuff. And that we we hear and see that a lot with a lot of the older people that are into the dead and everything. So, you know, it, it's just cool that it our roots you know started with that punk and that angst and everything and then we all discovered the beauty and love of the jam band yeah definitely i mean i think it's one of those things where if you love music you love music you know and i was i as a kid i was into all kinds of different stuff my parents were really cool and into lots of got me exposed to all kinds of different music not punk but (laughs) i found that on my own but I, i still listen to punk rock and stuff and uh but yeah my my favorite, and I know the guys in the band, everybody's favorite stuff is definitely the jam band stuff. And being able to play it is is great. I mean, for me, I I was a saxophone player in the high school band, and band got to be such a drag, and the you know the teacher was a real pain, and I was you know, so I, I ended up quitting band, but I still was playing the saxophone in like the the uh, the break room in the, in the music room with a couple guitar players and stuff. And next thing you know. You know, we had this little high school band and we're doing stuff. And so I, I really never, um, I always wanted to, you know, be a jazz player, but I always ended up being more of a rock player because that's what kind of was around. And that kind of helped fuel my interest in jam band music because that's something you could do with a saxophone. Oh, you know, yeah. punk rock, you're not going to, maybe you could be in the horn section in a ska band or something, but. <laughs> that's about it. So what was your first, that's cool. like, I don't know, experience getting turned on to jam band music. Like what was your first time you went, Oh my God, this is, this is the shit. I think honestly, it was my babysitter, um, who's still a good friend of the family named Trey. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, funny. <laughs> but at that time, he, he was into the dead and Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd. And he, he, uh, introduced me a little bit. And then my uncle, I've got that great, weird uncle that is totally into zappa and the dead and fish and or well now i think i got him into fish but uh pink floyd stuff like that and my uncle took a couple of my friends and i to my first dead show i remember at buffalo and rich stadium and that was a blast 
But uh, so it was kind of like the, you know, uh, are good for stuff like that. Yeah, great. You know, and <laughs> I don't know what you're talking he's about. Still turning me on to music. You know, I mean, he's uh, he's 70 something years old and he's Aww. still discovering new okay, stuff. Okay, What's he turning to you on to at 70 years old? He got me into the Decemberists a few years ago and okay. I hadn't really heard him. Right. And, on. Uh, you know, that's funny, dude. It, it's it's a trip being older now. I, I remember when we lived in Vegas, like Apple and I sitting around going, there's no fucking good music anymore. Like there's nobody making good music. And then when we moved up here and started the show, like all this music started pouring into our lives. There's so much happening out there. There's so many. We were just looking in the same spot. You know what I mean? Like after Mm -hmm. a while, and this is in life too. Like you keep looking at the same spot out the same window, out the same view. That's all you think there is. And then you forget there's like, you can look to the right or left or down or up or <laughs> totally. to the side. It's perspective. You have to step back a little. Yeah. yeah look Absolutely. So that's another one wonderful thing this show's brought, like the fact that we were even talking, that you even care to talk to us and that we yeah, care to talk to awesome. you, right? Like we're. I think it's, yeah, what you guys are doing is fantastic. It's kind of, it's, it's helping be kind of the glue in the scene of, you know, having people talk and connect from all over the country and everything. I, I know I, I talked to people on Instagram that I wouldn't have known if it wasn't for the podcast. You know, wow. Tim and Erica. And, yeah. And those guys yeah. You're amazing. so right too. You're so right. I, I feel like it's opened us up to the bigger family when we say we're like the family in the lot or the family in the scene or whoever. Um, Absolutely. It even Absolutely. just took away just like it even melted those barriers. Like we're just family. If you found us somehow, then you're a part of the family. Well, and, you know mm-hmm. the, the thing is too man and you know this from playing the music we're all at shows having these amazing experiences with this wonderful music that we all love and it was such a private personal thing it you know it was something that we only shared with each other and then mm-hmm. we'd go home from the show and it would just disappear into like a dream you know you wake up in the morning and the dream kind of fades and you know you have your ticket stub or your shirt or your poster from that show and that's the end of it and it's over yeah you can't and, when you're and, trying to describe it yeah you, you can't, can't they don't even listen yeah. the same and so exactly having having somewhere for all of us to come together and talk about the thing that we love and we're all passionate about, I think is, is my favorite part of Definitely. all of this yeah, and, and, keeps it going. and living getting room, to meet, right? getting it's providing the living room for us to share our yeah. stories about what happens during those private right, right. fun times. And, and it trips me out. Like you guys, you're talking about, you know, you're in your forties and another guy in your band is in his fifties and thirties. And then you got your guitar player, right? That's 20 something. Six. And, it just trips me out like that was 30 years ago that i walked into my first dead show 30 years and and there's a kid now that's 26 years old that's playing guitar that is doing that thing because he loves it the way i love it and for all of us to be able to come to like we've got a 23 year old writer that's going to shows with us now yeah you know aaron's nephew well and jasper's gonna go too right (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. yeah, jasper Jasper was that dead company he was in the womb but he was rocking yeah 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 he saw that dark star 11 it's it's a trip yeah it's a yeah yeah he did the el paso Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. how did you guys all decide, like, okay, this is a thing we want to try? 
Wait, like, but how did you guys know each other? Yeah. Because all of those generations, like, there's got to be some kind of fun story on how you guys got together. Well, it was kind of a, an evolution. The, the, the band started with um, Luke, the, well, a friend of mine from high school, from Buffalo, has moved down to North Carolina. And he and I would play with Luke, who's, not, who's our drummer, uh, every now and then and you know we had this little thing called chum line which was like a band we played a couple of gigs you know kind of ad hoc stuff here and there um never really got serious and then one day luke and matt called me up and were like hey we're gonna we're gonna like really do something here and we you know i think they found somebody uh, a bassist on um uh craigslist or something like that and uh we had a had a guitar player um already so and, and then they found the piano player. I'm not sure where Scott came from, where they found him. Another planet somewhere, probably. But he, uh, <laughs> A spaceship so we, in the uh, woods. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, so basically, and then what had happened is um, the bassist and the, the singer slash rhythm guitar player ended up quitting. The, uh, the guitar player that I knew from high school moved to Houston for work. And Luke and I were kind of left to reform the band, so we pretty quickly we're able to he, he got out on craigslist and started and he has a studio in his garage where we practice and everything so we started interviewing people and next thing you know we've got this uh this band going about a year and a half ago again bullfrog moon 2.0 we were calling it and uh oh and it's great thanks and, to mike Fenoya, i know what that means now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 uh it's been really cool and and i think the uh uh, unfortunately, we don't we don't do a lot together because we don't see each other very often because everybody's kind of far away and yeah. we get together for gigs and we have a great time and maybe a rehearsal here and there. And so uh, your gigs are the rehearsals. How awesome is that? Sometimes, yeah. But you know, it, it's it's cool though because sometimes it's it's uh, you, you get up there and you're a little nervous to try something, but it's at a brewery and you've had a couple of free beers and next thing you know, it's like, <laughs> hey, let's just do this. And right. You tear into it and. After the last gig we had at um, uh, at a brewery, they uh, we we killed it. We had a great gig. We had a great time. The crowd loved it, and uh, and I go to Scott. I'm like, man, we ought to like not rehearse more often. This is working really well. Like, and Listen then he's to- like, well, what if we actually rehearse? Like, oh my gosh, that'd be awesome. You know? <laughs> so isn't that like the the nature of the thing though? Like, not that not rehearsing is a great idea, but. In doing improv music, finding that space between where you don't know what the fuck you're doing and your muscle memory, there's that little bit of space in between all of that where it kind of comes together and creates the magic that we all flow to. You know what I mean? Definitely. I mean, that's that's what defines the whole thing. You know, the the improvisation and the I think we you know, uh, you think about all the the hassles and booking gigs and haggling with bar managers and humping the equipment around and setting up and technical problems. Hey, that equipment all thing worth that you it. mentioned is crazy. Oh, it's nuts. Like, let's I just mean, rewind to that right there. Like it's that's horrible. a lot of equipment. <laughs> yeah. So how do you guys, or, like, do you guys have a truck or a U-Haul or what do you, how do you guys, or you guys are just well, responsible for your own equipment? Luke owns the PA and so he's got the drums and the PA, so he's oh got to gosh. load his truck up, and it's like Tetris. Like, he's got this system. Nobody else really knows how it all fits together because it, it's absolutely just enough room, and that's it. That's like our equipment PA bag. I, I got you. In. It's the same thing with our mics. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy. And then all of us bring our own stuff, and everybody kind of help pitches in and sets up. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, it's a big hassle. But it's all worth it 
just because when you're when you're in the middle of some sort of crazy bird song turned into dark star and you're out in outer space somewhere just grooving that's what it's all about i mean that's why we do it that's the place so has there ever been a conversation with you guys where it's like oh you know what let's let's make a go of this let's try and see if we can do really do this as a thing or is it just going to be hanging out playing in bars doing your thing i think i mean for now because there's more options in that too yeah, I think that part of it is is uh, with the family stuff that we have commitments and the job stuff and everything. It's never going to be, hey, let's really, really do this. And, and if it was, we'd have to write. I think we'd want to write some um, some originals and things, but we just don't get together to do it. So yeah. for now, I think steady state. It's pretty good. We earlier the earlier uh, version of Bullfrog Moon, we were gigging a lot more. And I know my wife was not real happy with me being out, you know, (laughs) sometimes, you know, she, cause she's with the kids, so she can't bring the kids to the bar till two in the morning. So I have two, two kids, eight and 13 and we're working slowly, but surely to get them to like good music. There is (laughs) stuff I don't really like right now, but you have to completely ignore it. I'm telling you. I don't and know about that. When they're that. around you, you're gonna you introduce it how you do it. Like you're there in the kitchen, you listen to that. But I'm telling you, it's phases. Like it's bad oh, yeah. music. You grow out of it like bad shoes or bad hair. I mean, we all did probably right. right? You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's an Aaron well, when they're strapped son. into the seatbelts in the back in the back seat in the car, they and, have no choice. Know, now they can't go. They're away. gonna listen to what I want. That's <laughs> exactly. Aaron and only son is slowly coming around yeah. at sixteen. Slowly but surely. Very, very slowly. Good. <laughs> He's hopefully going to the gorge with us to see Dead Company. He wears some men's shoes, so that that step is a real slow one. I think for him, it's like. It's been such in his face for so long. And it's like, you know, when you're a it's kid, you don't want to like the thing that your fucking dad likes. Come on. Yeah, man. He's heard Althea 300 right. times or more. He's and heard he, all. He's <laughs> like, I've had it. It all sounds the same to me. <laughs> yeah, just wait, buddy. <laughs> and then it probably becomes comfortable after a while. It's it's what they know. And they're like, oh, yeah, I've heard this song a million times. And actually, you know what? I like it. <laughs> Did, well, oh, you, totally. you give That's yourself a... permission to like it. You and know, that, is, yeah. that, that like, reminds me to this day I love swing because my mom always played that when, around the house when I was a kid. Loved the swing. Mm-hmm. My dad loved the jazz. So it does. Uh, it gives you that. It's like a good comfort food. Comfort Definitely. music. It gives you that security and home feel. You know, it's. I know for me, like, ha- having this music be a part of my life has added so much to being a family it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. really like a if if we were a soup that would be like the main ingredient of this thing yeah. that and love you know those two things together and our our family and our marriage and our like special thing we have together really didn't start coming around until we started going to shows again well like until music was back in our life mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. There was a time in our life, which now that I'm thinking about it, it's kind of weird. Like, we never listened to music in the house. Mm-hmm. Ever. Now it's like, on every literally second. Literally ever. We would, like, the only time we would listen to music is outside at the pool. Yeah, well, The that's second true. we got inside, that was it. So it was just, like, now that I'm thinking about it, it's kind of weird because once we started having music back in our life, like, as another person, it's not, like, just, like, a, a ambient thing. It's, like, right. it's in the room with us, you know? Do you 
do you find that with your family it's kind of the same thing barnaby yeah we we have music on all the time and of course the kids will argue about what they want to hear and, <laughs> um, my wife always wins i don't even what win, are they but, listening to at 13 and 8 um i think well they like drake and um which is okay i mean i like i like that stuff but i'm not all the time um some of it I don't even know what it is. It's you yeah. know pop yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm okay. the same with my son. I sound like an old man, but no. Yeah, you, you know why? Because if you don't know what they're listening to, why do you think they care about what we're listening to? Ooh, shit! And you need to know the names of these people. You need to know that it's Kesha or Cardi B or whatever, yeah. because they. I don't want to know. It's reciprocal respect. <laughs> No, that's true. That's true. Even if and, you and, hate and the stuff it. that they like, like like the Drake. I like Drake. I'll, I'll and and my son is really. What's kind of interesting is he's into now more and more like electronic music, like electronica, yeah. um, Tiesto, and stuff like that, which I like. I like that stuff. And he's really interested in learning how to be a DJ, which oh. is really cool. So I'm totally encouraging that. The violin didn't work out. You know, he wasn't into it. Was hating it. And I was like, okay, we're we can quit, but that's going to be his thing. I'm totally down for that. I think that's really cool. It's, it's very creative and he's, uh, he does some really cool stuff with his little DJ set that he's got. And, you know, we're going to help him upgrade with some good software and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. We love that music too. It's, it's, the closest thing to me to the jam band because it's improv. It's getting up there and creating new shit every time you sit down and do it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So how was, was your mom like that with, with you guys? You know, with you, as far as, like, supporting your, you know, your endeavors? Well, my, my dad was really – well, my parents were both totally supportive of, like, sports, um, uh, music, anything, you know, art, anything like that. And um, my dad minored in music and actually is a really good piano player. So um, I remember he forced me to play in the band, and I think when you could sign up was, like, sixth grade – and I didn't want to be in the band, so I was like, no, I don't want to do it. He's like, no, you're going to do it. And I was the last one to sign up, so I got, like, the baritone. <laughs> oh, I got, like, a cool instrument. <laughs> and I, you know, I muddled through it. It was okay. And then I was like, Dad, I want to quit at one point. And he says, um, he said, no, you're not going to quit. You can change instruments. And that's when I switched to the saxophone at, like, I don't know, it was in uh, eighth grade or something. Took some private lessons so I can get up to speed. And then got into the high school band and everything. So you can read and all that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't very well anymore. I mean, I don't sight read very, very well because um, pretty much what happens now is is uh, somebody will say, "Hey, let's let's play uh, Gotta Jabu," and I'll go and <laughs> put it on YouTube, and I'll just start to, just start writing down, you know, kind of the the main what key is it in, what notes, you know, work, and go from you know just letters, not even writing out the yeah uh, the notes. So yeah, I, I don't. I play mostly by ear now. Just yeah, because... I wondered that because, like, like I said, you guys aren't just doing a tribute to one thing. You're doing all of it. And yeah. That seems, to me, the layman, like, that's a huge undertaking, brother. That's, that's a big deal to... Because each one of those bands is its own universe. But if you're learning it's totally. one song. But, but that... You've got to, like, put on those clothes. And then strip them off. And so, you know, going from a fish song into a Pink Floyd song or Pink Floyd into the, the doors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is, do you find that difficult switching like that, going from, from band to band? Not not really. I mean, we kind of 
have established that like you kind of because the instrumentation could be different like like we don't have a uh, separate percussionist like widespread does and you know so it's it's kind of like you make it your own it's got to be with the instrumentation you have with the skills you have with the you know what can you do with this and it becomes your own enough to the point where like we'll play um we'll play uh, uh tall boy by widespread and we'll seg it into uh golden years by david bowie just like a little tease of that and then somehow that the last time it went into uh set your set the controls for the heart of the sun by what? pink floyd melodic minor you know oh, off yeah. off the off the deep end kind of getting really weird you know so it, it's it just flows like what kind of makes sense rhythmically and what key we're in and things like that and and things just kind of find their way and some of it has to do with how much beers everybody had and you know yeah yeah take a risk here and there but but uh, and then some songs we play real fun. straight oh yeah we're having a great time oh it's, gosh, it's a lot I of fun love it. well i mean to me I don't shit. Where were we? I think we were at Railroad Earth on New Year's Eve, and I was talking to Ryder, and we were watching them playing, and just like in that space where the music is magic and dancing, and you know all of it. And mm-hmm. I looked over at him, and I go, "Can you imagine if that was me and you and Mel and Apple up there getting to do that? Like, how much fucking fun would that be to be the ones that are actually making the music, not just feeling it?" Like, what a unique, awesome, cool yeah. thing you get to do, man. Change of roles. Oh, totally. I mean, that's the, that's the stuff. I think the 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 feeling you have playing is incredible. It, it's it's a little bit of a rush, but it's also kind of comfortable. And when you're playing with people that you've played with for a while, and there's some chemistry there, um, it is a, it's a totally totally cool feeling. And it's not totally unlike you know, being totally into it when you go see a dead show or something like that, you know? Yeah. I wanted Um, to ask you that. Like, is there a huge difference on that side being up on the stage as opposed to being watching the feeling of it? I guess it depends on, on what you're doing. If, if you're playing something like if we're playing something that has very technical parts that you have to kind of hit, you got to be there for those parts and you're thinking so hard, it's different, but if you're doing something you know really well, or you've, or it's just kind of flowing and jamming and more improvisation based, that's that's what kind of that more free and open feeling is like when you're dancing at a fish show or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, to me anyway. Yeah, I mean, how many fish shows have you been to? Just probably, out of curiosity. Probably only like ten or twelve. I I took a big hiatus from going to shows for a long time. I saw them a lot back in the nineties. So what do you think about this this incarnation now? A fish? Yeah. I think I think they're I, I listened to the New Year's uh thing the other day on uh, XM radio and it sounded great. I mean they're they're hitting it. You could tell Trey's Trey's cleaned up his act and I mean they're they're fantastic. They're <laughs> Isn't it crazy to yeah. to see it happening? Like I I said this before, but like we're getting to watch these metamorphosis these incarnations of these bands that we love in real time like you know when i look back at the dead and you see like pig pen and you listen to the music with pig pen and then keith and donna and it was all this stuff that happened in the past and we can look at it like kind of as a whole you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but now we're getting to see all this stuff kind of happening in real time and 
20 years from now, people that are into this music are going to look back on this the way we looked back on Keith and Donna turning into Brent. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually a really interesting way of looking at it. it you're right. I mean, the the whole uh, the whole thing with uh, uh, John Mayer and everything, and I think uh, you know you have you have some people that don't like John Mayer and stuff, but it's keeping the music alive. And boy, boy, he's he's incredible. I mean, what a what a great guitar player, and the way the way they've evolved. And, and same with Fish. Uh, all these bands are uh, and, and looking at widespread with. Um, Obviously, Mikey not being there is terrible, but with Jimmy Herring, it's a whole new incarnation of that band too. So, yeah, yeah. you're right. It, it, it's a it's a really unique kind of space that we're in because these bands have been around for a while now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so we're getting to see this thing happening, and I, I feel like, and I don't know, tell me if you agree with this or not, but like, it seems like since fairly well happened there's this resurgence that came out and now all these younger people are being turned on to this music again the dead style with air quotes is fucking fashionable like what Mm -hmm. the fuck and the music is cool it's not just dad rock anymore it's it's a thing if i'm carrying weed in my pocket I do not want the entire car or house or room to smell like weed. No. So, it'd be really cool if I had a package, like a tube or something I could just keep in my pocket, and it sealed real nice, and the kids couldn't get into it, and it kept the stink away. And it kept it fresh. And it sounded like this. (laughs) Kushko... Holdings is a publicly traded company under the ticker KSHB and the parent to innovative cannabis industry leaders such as Kush Supply Company, Kush Energy, The Hybrid Creative, and Kalito Packaging Solutions. And they just happen to be sponsoring No Simple Road. Yeah. They have sold more than a billion, a billion. of these things. <clears throat> a billion. Not a million, not 500 million, a billion. That speak towards the popularity of the medicine. Mm hmm. To more than 5,000 legally operated medical and adult use dispensaries, growers, and producers across North America, South America, and Europe. If you want to learn more about these really cool packages that make a neat sound like this, then go to kushco.com forward slash podcast to learn more. I, I think that's, that's right. I mean, you have, there's, from what I can kind of see with the younger people, Speaking as sound like such an old person even saying that, but <laughs> <laughs> hey man, own it. But you kind of yeah. you have the you go to like a brewery in like South End of Charlotte, which is kind of a cool you know up and coming you know uh, place to be, and you have kind of the the hipster vein and the hippie vein of people where the hipsters are a little bit snarky cynical too cool for everything mm-hmm. they're not going to go dance you know and then the, the more hippie kids and they're there though i mean you're starting to see these younger people um that are into this kind of music which i think is fantastic yeah yeah and I saw we're it. seeing a little bit of that definitely i saw it at, at railroad earth on new year's eve like just behind me i'm fucking spinning around with this older 70 year old deadhead me and him are grooving and um I turn around and there's this young hipster kid and his girlfriend standing there and they're just like like stone statues but you could I could feel it like they wanted to groove so bad but it, it just wasn't cool 
you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and so exactly. I kind of danced over back by him, and I was like, hey, man, guess what? This is the one place in the whole wide world where nobody gives a shit what you do. Let it go. <laughs> and by the end Nobody's of the show, they were dancing. <laughs> That's it, awesome. Yeah. That's it, awesome. And it, it, seeing that and being in this place that we're in in time, and I just feel like we're all so fucking fortunate, man, to, to have the proliferation of music that we have there's so much good shit happening like all the music that you guys play is all happening in real time so you like i don't know on the the kind of spiritual end of it i feel like you're as bullfrog moon like getting to ride this crest of this wave that's happening right now do you feel that yeah i think so i mean th there's all this kind of like with with uh, social media and like Spotify and things like that, you can you have access to all this music that it would have would have taken longer, or the, or the band have to, would have have to been bigger and have a big record company deal and all this stuff. Now you can kind of and there's more cross current. You see more collaborations and things like that. Yeah. So there's just a lot more mixing in kind of a more of a melting pot scenario than I think it used to be. Everybody kind of stayed in their lanes. Now yeah. you have like what Warren does, you know, with that Christmas jam with all these different people. And it just seems to be a lot more open and more collaborative. Wow. Yeah. It is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, we I find that, really more, that more musicians we've interviewed, they all know each other throughout yeah. all these bands and played. they play together, especially mm -hmm. like with what Phil's done for everybody with Terrapin Crossroad. You know, there's so many people that play together, take the stage and special yeah, well, guests. Your band is a crossover. Like mm -hmm. all those different generations, like that's everybody's listening to the same thing, but also not because they're in different generations. But mm -hmm. you guys all relate. That's does it ever become an issue? Like where the older guys don't want to do something and the young guys like, fuck you guys, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the the only, I think the only issue is because I, I really do think we're all on the same page. I mean, the, the uh, Ben, our guitar players, you know, young, but he, he knows, he knows the dead as well as I do or anybody else. It's such a trip to me. Man. It's awesome. You know, and it, the only thing that we've had a little bit of kind of not even arguments about, but like, we when you go play some of these places and we're we're not gonna go play you know margaritaville and we're not gonna <laughs> yeah you know we're not gonna play music just because people want to hear it we want to play what we want to play because this is what we do right we're we're not gonna go play all these you know top 40 things or whatever but you know it's kind of been like, well, we got to give them something because, like, everybody out there is looking at us like, wow, you guys sound really good, but we have no idea what, what that was. But we would be more into it if you would play music we know. So, you know, we throw in a couple of things, but the only things we'll throw in are stuff that we like, too. You know, we're not going to just yeah. what are, you know, what's sell a couple, out to that point. What's a couple I, examples of that? Well, the Doors stuff people seem mm, to like. Um, the Allman Brothers stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, Pink Floyd. Yeah. The recognizable um, bands. Yeah, Werewolves of London. We play that one. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I we'll guess if you're if you're jamming possum in a yeah. jamming yeah. possum in a bar, people are like, "What the fuck is going like, on?" Like, yeah, you blow the doors off a possum, like with the harmonica going and everything, and it's like people are like, "Wow, this is really cool." But what the hell was that? You, know? <laughs> you just made that shit up. I know <laughs> Which, you did. That's kind of a cool thing to leave people wondering. 
Yeah, I think to some degree, I mean, if people are really open to music and want to hear, and, and they don't care as much that you're not pay, playing all the songs they know. Like, our joke is like Wagon Wheel. We used to play Wagon Wheel all the time. And I like Old Crow Medicine Show, but of course that got big again with um, Darius Rucker, and it became this thing. And we used to play it, and all of a sudden people would come out of the woodwork dancing and everything. And it was great, but everybody's like, you know what? We don't like this. We don't want to play this anymore. So yeah. it's kind of the joke is like we're not playing Wagon Wheel, guys. We're like not the Wagon Wheel band. <laughs> let's rip out a Dark Star or something. You know, like <laughs> that's I can't. To me, I can't even imagine like because. Like you, I'm sure you and I have listened to Dark Star probably a hundred thousand times, and mm-hmm. being in the middle of that jam and being the one that's controlling it, I can't even imagine, man. Like uh, <laughs> that—that's a dream to me. Like, I, I really, wanted to play music growing up, and I didn't, but that's a dream. It's that kind of conversation. Like I think where we are our best is when, and and maybe any jam band is when you have that interplay. You can always have you know somebody rip into a killer solo, and that's great. But when it when it gets deeper into the jams and it's more in that little more kind of outer space where it's almost a little back and forth. It's not any one person soloing, but it's this kind of interplay. Uh, and that's where I think the magic happens. I mean, that's where the fun is, where you can kind of have this musical conversation and everybody's kind of speaking the same language. You know, it's that's where it's really different and fun. That's what makes jam band style music, I think, different that's and more magic. fun than anything else. You know, as a spectator, that's one of my favorite things. I, I watch the band a whole lot. More. I don't know how you do that. Dude. I, I, I love to catch those moments. Like you just said, like the conversation between each other where you guys surprise each other. And also the keyboard player catches a groove that everybody looks over at him like, wow, dude. And then you yeah. follow him and the guitar, you know, like, like you said, feeding off each other. It's uh, that's amazing to see being in the crowd. You start to, especially like dead and company and bands have been around. You recognize like, Oh man, they just, they just gave each other that look. That's the moment. They're, yeah. They're getting ready to go off on something here. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's what, you know, people talk about, well, the dead had a great night last night or this night wasn't so good. or This night sucked. The only difference really, I mean, they're playing the same music they're the same people with the same skill sets. They just that they they locked in that night. They just kind of had that conversation. That communication was happening effortlessly, and it didn't have to be forced. Whereas the night where they was kind of off, the stuff just didn't mesh. It didn't so do gel you, right. You do know? you think that maybe in playing this kind of music, playing obviously your skill level and muscle memory and practice is important, but do you do you think that maybe listening? is as big of a skill as your as your skill in playing oh i think you know that that is the one thing as i've gotten older it's it's just the same as as uh like in a conversation not dominating the conversation but the more you listen the more interesting uh are the things that you're gonna have to say right so if I'm if I'm listening instead of just playing all the time, if I'm playing, I'm not really listening to like Ben playing guitar. If I listen to he's there's some sort of melody he's kind of coaxing out of this thing. I listen a little bit more and play a little bit less, but then add my two cents, which is right along that melody that he's playing. Then all of a sudden, what I'm playing makes a lot more sense, you know. Wow. So you're you're totally right. I think, and that's that's a maturity thing. I think for for me, it's been uh, I used to play too much. And I probably still do, you know, just overplay where the space is just as important. You know what? You just yeah. said it. I, 
in talking, I just remembered something that Jerry Garcia said, and I'm sure I'm going to demolish this quote, but he said the magic is in the space between the notes. He's looking for the space between the notes. Definitely. And, and that, that makes sense. Like, if you're listening and you're in that musical conversation, the place where you can add the flavor is in the silence between the notes because that's where you can come in and paint with your paintbrush. Right, right. Wow. Wow. I never thought about it like that before. And being with, I don't know, it seems to me, and it's probably a lot like us doing the podcast, the more you play together, the closer you get with the people that you're, you're Are doing you it with. Are you insinuating that we're close? Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, the same way you guys, you guys kind of riff off of each other. The conversation kind of goes real naturally without any friction and just kind of because you're, it's kind of banging around between you guys. It's the same thing, you know, it's because you know each other. You're kind of on the same page all the time. You know, it's, yeah. I think it's the same kind of principle. Yeah, wow. it is. The it, best band it really is. But you don't see the faces that we make each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's not a show, you guys. <laughs> you can only listen. You can't see this other side. <laughs> a lot of reactions. So, Barnaby, what's what's coming up for you guys? What do you guys got yeah, on deck for the gig? new year? We are, let's see, we've got um, Birdsong Brewing which uh, is January 12th, which is next Saturday. That's why we're rehearsing tomorrow, because we took December off. Um, and then we have actually a really big one. Uh, Boatyard Eats is a big old boat-like warehouse that they converted into like a music venue. And uh, oh, wow. we're playing that on Saturday, February 2nd. And that cool. one is, we they actually use like a, a national booking agency and all this kind of stuff. And they have big, big deal bands come. So it's kind of a... Uh, uh, we weaseled our way into that one, so we really got to bring it. And <laughs> if anybody's weasel? listening, How please <laughs> show up. <laughs> Harvey, I'm going to tell you something, dude. And this is just from one brother to another. You never fucking know what can happen, man. You never Absolutely. know. And and life happens when you're making plans for life, and it happens without you a lot of the time. I I started this show. Yeah. I didn't think anything of it. I was just chilling out on my porch talking about the Grateful Dead and getting turned on. And, you know, a year and a half later, Adam McDougal's sitting on the porch with us. And mm -hmm. that's, that's fucking surreal, dude. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's completely that's, trippy. I mean, like, this is crazy. I mean, I, I remember, um, you know, when you had Adam on there, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, these guys are talking to Adam from the Black Crows and they're going to talk to me like next week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's the same. We're, just, we're all just people, man. And, and that's, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just don't know what can happen. And it's the crossover. Yeah. The and you guys yeah. just doing what you do and having fun and enjoying the music and playing with the magic. Shit's going to happen, dude. So, well, it is happening. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you're already in it. Definitely. <laughs> you're oh, already right. in it. I, you're right. I'm excited to see what happens for you guys. I am. Yeah, me too. Me too. You know, you just never know. A good yeah, we're time gonna, for sure. That's what we're it gonna keep like. gigging and, mm -hmm. and having fun, and um, I think uh, um, hopefully we'll get to rehearse more where we can write some songs. I'd like to do that. I know that you know we've we've had some stuff where people have brought like a little riff to try, and we've done it, but we, we've never had that follow on rehearsal the next week to say, okay, let's do something with this. So yeah. I would, but love, you know, I, I don't know. I would love to see like 
I, in my head, I see like you guys playing with all these puzzle pieces. You've got puzzle pieces from all these different bands, and you could make your own fucking badass puzzle, you know, by putting yeah, all those no, pieces together right. and doing something really cool. So yeah. I, I'm oh, excited yeah. to see it. And I, I, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, man. It, it's I'm honored to have you on the show. Like I appreciate anybody that's giving of themselves back to this thing to make it happen and have it keep going, dude. So thank you from us. Well, we totally appreciate you guys. I think you guys are doing a great, great thing and a great service to the whole scene here. Aww. I think uh, Aww, thanks, you're, uh, you're, and I know you're seeing the momentum. I imagine you go to shows and people are bumping into you and saying, Hey, I know you guys, you know, that, so, that's happened a few yeah, times. Sure it's it's weird. It, that's it's surreal cute. too. It's like, like, Oh yeah. That's By the way, right. you guys going to be at shoreline uh, for uh, dead and company. No, in the summer? We're, no, we're doing the gorge though. Oh my God. Uh, okay. Yeah. Have... That sucks. <laughs> I, I wish I'll tell you what, don't you never know. There. You never know yeah, what can happen. Know. Let's we say can, that. If we can make it work, <laughs> yes. Shoreline. I'm gonna go to Shoreline. I got. I got a ticket for Shoreline. Oh, so. cool. I just. I, my goal for the next however long is to be able to do this full time. And when that happens, I will be at a he lot wants more shows. To live our life full time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right babe where have you been spending the other 67 i have to go to the corporate corporate well every once in a while i don't want oh to have to do gosh. that anymore man do you hear this guy <laughs> he wants more of what he's got hey <laughs> gotta want something yeah who doesn't barnaby thank you for coming on the show man and yeah, keep doing man, what you're doing man i'm excited fun. to see what happens with you guys hey guys it was really great talking to all of you i really appreciate it and appreciate the opportunity to talk to you it's been an honor um yeah, right on, keep man. doing what you're doing with you guys sometime hopefully if we're ever in you know you never we're gonna know. Make it, get out this way please. we're gonna yeah. make it out to the, we're gonna make it out that way oh yeah justin our producers and... in north carolina and yeah, That'd definitely that's going to be a That'd thing that happens. We'll so take we'll you on a, on a brewery tour. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know yeah. Apple's in. I'm, I'm, down, in. I'm down too. <laughs> I'm totally down. Right on, man. All right, Barnaby. Love to you and your family, yeah, man. Yes. Thank you so you too. much. Take care. We'll Give, talk uh, soon, man. Jasper and uh, Darwin uh, oh. a hug for me. <laughs> you got we it, will. man. Happy New Year. Oh, by the Happy way, by the way, this is coming out tomorrow. Oh, awesome. All right. All right, man. Talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Later. Bye bye. Bye. That's yes, super cool. Is. And again, the family grows once again. Mm. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell him, man. If they ever come to Portland, they got a well, home. Bring, well, the, bring yeah, the kids. He's listening. Bring he's... the doggy. Darwin would love to play with, with the dog. Yeah, Darwin loves visitors. Yeah. Sometimes Darwin loves visitors too much. Too much. Yeah, but that's what yeah, dogs he do. does do that sometimes. He's he's not even looking at me right now. He's got this look like I don't hear you. I uh -huh. never humped anybody before. Dad, I've been doing this the whole time. <laughs> I heard my oh. name several times. You guys are talking about me. <laughs> you don't know my life. So, what did we learn today? Bullfrog Moon is cutie, and they're crossover multi generational. That's fucking rad. I know, and they like they play their practices that yeah yeah man they gig their practices that's and, the, and a whole lot you more, never know what can happen a whole lot more about what we always go around is family values and the yes. family and you know their family blood family skin family everything this yeah. family and it shows what you can do if they what they can do with getting together once a week in the new year <laughs> like what? imagine what, what I just, I don't know. They're cute. I'm, whatever they would want for their lives, I wish it on them Aww. tenfold. I wish it for yeah. you. 
Yeah, I wish it for you too. I wish when you guys keep getting fun gigs, you keep getting free beers, that <laughs> your girls always supports you and your kids respect their daddies and you have fun and come up with creative new riffs and songs. Yeah, playing those and songs you're not too sure of make and making people them rock. shake their booties and go home and have a freaking do it all over again. More of what you want. So what's on our agenda today? Um, I have doing? to go to work, and um, that's no fun. Well, your work is yeah, fun. My work is fun, so. All right. Well, follow us on Instagram and head over to www.nosimpleworld.com and sign up for the newsletter because I send you stuff there, and you'll love it because it's neat. I see, <laughs> I, I'm trying to do more art in the new year. That's something that's happening, so I'm going to be trying that out on you guys. You know, why not? Yeah. Send me some feedback. Let me know if it's good. He's got great art. Great art. He just wants you guys silly to art. Serious. That's all I want. My ego to be stroked. <laughs> That's it. And let's see what else. Follow us on Facebook. And there's also the Facebook group, the No Simple Road Family. Go to Reddit.com. Or yeah, wait, what is it? R forward slash No Simple Road for the the Reddit subreddit of No Simple Road. That's where the community is hanging out together. You guys, if you're somewhere and you don't have somebody to go to a show with, you can go on that Reddit page and let everybody know what's going on. And if there's somebody in your town that's going to that show, you guys can cruise together. It'll be fun. Hang out with the No Simple Road brother or sister and go see a show and shake your group things together. You know? It's, it's always fun. fun. We've done be, it here. Yeah, it's so fun to be with the more people you're with at a show that you know, well, the funner it is. And that keeps happening then it's a party. It's like, you're like, hey, mom, can I take 10,000 friends to a concert? And they're like, no, we can't afford that. But if everybody buys their own ticket and, meet, and agrees to meet there. <laughs> and we meet on Reddit. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Now you have a party. And then what? And then you get to dance together. And then your favorite band plays your guys' favorite songs together. And you guys get to call which one's going to come next. That sounds like a party to me. Yeah, you dance yeah. as a tribe. And then you can buy, like, fun little twirly lights and wear spinny clothes. And, and then we shake the foundations of the earth and rip the space-time continuum apart and start moving energy. Yeah. That's what we happens. You could do that, too. You could do that. Yeah. yeah. I promise you can. Yeah. The more I'm not people lying. you have collectively, the easier it is I, to do. There's another promise in the first, the first promise yep. of the new year. I, that's a real thing. I can keep that promise. You promise you can. I do. <laughs> all right anyway i'm not promising that you're gonna go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash no simple road but you could do that too if you want to help support the no simple road family it is a brand new Look, year we, and, yeah we gotta come up with a better thing and we are throwing doing. it out there that this year is the year that the rubber actually meets the road and we get to start doing this full time so Head over to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and help the family out with a little bit of money. You know, buck a month, three bucks, five bucks, ten, a million. Hook us up, man. We get to keep doing this thing that we love doing and you get to keep hearing it for free and everybody wins, man. It's a win-win situation. So that's it. Thanks, Bullfrog Moon. Thanks, Barnaby. Your dog's awesome. Your band's rad. Stella Cute Blue. Stella Cute Blue. <laughs> I threw the cute in there, but I think it's appropriate. It is definitely appropriate. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. We're going to be podcasting live from Terrapin Crossroads. We're going with the to Terrapin What the Crossroads. fuck is going on around here, man? 
Wow. Yeah. That's happening. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we're getting on a fucking airplane, flying to San Rafael. We're going to get our boys again, the Higgs. Going to see our buddies, our family. <laughs> we're going to Phil's oh house. Gosh. What the fuck? Well, not Phil's literal house. No, but, but the house that Phil built. Yeah, for you, you got all of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Phil's living room, and that's gonna be really fun. The Higgs have been up to a lot of stuff, and, and we're gonna, we're gonna get, get a good meal because we're gonna eat there, and that Ooh, place has good really good food. food. Yeah, and Apple's gonna have some cocktails, I'm sure. They have very I'm good cocktails. Have a cocktail. Are you? Yeah. Hell yeah, right. she is. I want to get a little loose. Sweet. I might even have a cocktail. Oh my should. god. I should, shouldn't I? Yeah. All right. Done. I'm gonna have a drink. Barnaby just brought that up. You get in that situation, yeah. you have a couple and cocktails, then more magic and magic comes out. Yeah. What, you telling me I need to drink to be magical? No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, you need to drink to be fun. Drink to Maybe be fun. Maybe that is what I said, but. All right. Look, yeah, you need to drink it. more. You don't do it very often. Just try it. You All right. might like it. Okay. See what happens. Everybody it's have a, a good year. week. We love you. Happy New Year, and we'll see you next week from Terrapin. Yay. Freaking. Crossroads family. Wow, guys. tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com/dmb. Thanks Relics. Hey, music fans, we wanted to let you know about Music on the Mountain, a show that will feature Anders Osborne, Dogs in a Pile, and Saints and Liars. This show will be directly after the Divided Sky Foundation's fun run at 2 p.m. on Saturday, May 18th at the base of Akimo Mountain in Ludlow, Vermont. The show is presented by The Phoenix, a national nonprofit organization offering support to those in recovery and anyone impacted by substance use to celebrate recovery. If you're running in the Divided Sky Foundation's fund run, you'll be automatically registered for the show. 
It's a family-friendly event, and all proceeds from ticket sales and other donations benefit the Divided Sky Foundation. Visit Music on the Mountain, that's musiconthemtn.com, for more info and to get tickets. That's musiconthemtn.com. Hope you enjoy.